Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with a caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode seven of Date Yourself Radio. I am your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm so excited about today's topic. Um, I actually got the idea of the topic from a How I Met Your Mother episode. And in one of the episodes, Barney is telling Robin about how he uses the lemon law to date. Now, he does it in a way that is a little offensive and obviously has a lot of comic relief for the show, but there's actually a lot of truth behind it. And really, that addresses the question that I get a lot from my community, which is, how can I say no to a guy for a second or third date? Or um, if a guy seems really good on paper, but there's no spark, I keep seeing him. Like, why do I do that? How can I cut it off? And so that's what today is all about. All right, let's get on with it. So today specifically, though, I want to talk about the lemon law and if and when it should apply to dating. And I think it's going to answer this question, too. So if you're thinking, wait a second, is she talking about the same lemon law that applies to buying a car that doesn't meet performance standards or expectations? Then my answer is yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a story from one of my online dating experiences. So please don't judge me. Please don't think I'm mean until you hear me out. 
All right. So as you know, or as many of you know, I used to live in Washington, D.C. And when I was doing that, or when I lived there, I used OkCupid as my primary online dating site. So I met this guy from OkCupid. And now that I think about it, I think he was actually the first online date that I ever had. Um, Anyway, so we met at a bar, we got a drink. And he was, I mean, he was great. He was really sweet. He was cute. He was nice. He was smart. He had a great job. All of these things, like on paper, he was perfect. But I just, I wasn't that into him. I didn't feel any sense of like attraction. I didn't feel that, that spark that you want to feel when you meet someone that you might end up dating or get into a relationship with. But at the time I wasn't as in tune with my intuition. And so rather than just trusting the fact that I wasn't into him, I decided to give it another go and I agreed to go on a second date with him. And the second, by the second date, I, I pretty much knew that I was just not into him. I knew that he was a great guy, but I just was simply just not feeling it. There was no other explanation except that it just wasn't there. And of course I tried to explain it and I tried to rationalize why I didn't feel an attraction to him, even though he was really this great guy. And despite all of that, I still didn't really want to say yes to a third date, but I didn't want to say no to a third date. So I was like, eh, I don't really know what to do here. Like, I just really feel like I'm the problem because he's just so great. He's so nice. And he texts me that he got, um, after our second date, he texted me that he got tickets to the White House garden tour. So for those of you who don't live in D.C., the White House has these garden tours that are usually seasonal. So this was a spring, I guess, seasonal garden tour. So lots of blooms, lots of flowers, the Michelle Obama's vegetable garden, all sorts of cool things to to go look at. And so I was like, well, that's kind of cool. But I also feel a little bad now telling him that I'm not interested in the third date since he got these tickets to go to the White House garden tour. So I agreed to go to the White House garden tour with him. And when he texted me the night before, just to confirm everything, I just, my heart sank. Just like once I realized that he had the tickets and realized the effort that he had to go through to get the tickets, like he had to jump some hoops. They're not necessarily the easiest tickets to get. You've got to have some sort of connections usually. It just made me realize, it just made me feel icky. I'm just like, oh, he did all these things for me and I'm just not into him. And so I debated and like, oh, should I go out with him still? Like maybe I should just cancel last minute or maybe I should just take a cheap shot and say I'm sick. Um, or maybe I just need to get over myself. He's a great guy after all and just give him a third shot. Maybe something was wrong with me. So in the end, the next afternoon, I, I didn't say anything in terms of um, canceling the date and the date went on and he picked me up at my house and we went to the garden tour. And I was miserable. So the second date, I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. But this, by this date, I was just completely miserable. And I was essentially on this date because I would have felt guilty canceling after he got these tickets. Not even, I'm not, I wasn't even concerned about the last minute thing. I was just concerned that he had to jump through these hoops to get the tickets. And I just didn't want to uh, cancel on that, even though I'm sure it would have been easy to find someone else to go with because... Not everyone can get tickets to the White House Garden Tour. So anyways, as we walked through the garden, looking at all the flowers, 
I'll admit, I was pretty cold. I was closed off and was literally like he would ask me a question and I would just answer the shortest possible sentence or a yes or no if I could get away with it. And him, on the other hand, he seemed like he was having a great time. I could tell he was really into me and was just completely oblivious to my cold shoulder. And this made me resent him even more. I was just thinking to myself, is he living under a freaking rock? Like, can't he see that I'm miserable and that I'm hating every second of this? It was driving me crazy and it really just made me mad at this point. Anyways, so the garden tour ended and that was, you know, 20, maybe 30 minutes into our date. And I was, I got to get out of here. I went to the garden tour with them, used the tickets. It was great. Now I need to get out of here. So we just started walking around the monuments and the different areas of the mall in Washington, D.C., and that's when he asked if we could get together later that evening and cook dinner together. And normally at this point, if I hadn't already been so resentful and just annoyed with myself for still agreeing to go out with this guy, even though I wasn't into him, normally I probably would have said yes to his face and then cancel behind the safety of texting because... That's what texting does, unfortunately. And I just like, I can't, I can't even do this because that means we might have to keep hanging out. We might even hang out through dinner time. Like I just, I got to get out of here. So he asked me to hang out later that evening and cook dinner. And I just broke it to him. And I said, look, I think you're a great guy. I mean, really, you're perfect on paper. You're what I think I'm looking for. But I think it's best that I just go home now because I'm just not feeling it. I just don't feel like this is going to go anywhere. And so I'll admit, he was devastated and it was kind of awkward. I don't know if I've ever done that to someone's face before, but it can be a little awkward. And I was just really afraid that I was just going to feel guilty. Guilty for letting him down, guilty for hurting him, for rejecting him. And to my surprise, I actually didn't feel that guilty. I mean, obviously I was kind about it. I wasn't mean or anything and I didn't, you know, I didn't tell him off and he was definitely upset, but I think it was, I think it was better for him. I, th- I think it would have been much worse and, and also just not a good show of my character had I said yes to him and then canceled later in a text or just kind of like been flaky or done some other thing that kind of just avoids the real issue, which the issue being that, I, you know, wasn't really that into him. So, you know, we had a couple minute goodbye and then I walked off to the Metro and went home and that was that. And I learned a really big aha during this experience. And this is true for any kind of dating. So whether or not you meet them online or you meet them in person or whatever, but I know from a lot of the women that I work with, and the other women in my community that a really big frustration is we don't have a lot of time to date and we don't have a lot of free evenings um, or, you know, the weekend time obviously is finite too. So a really big frustration is I know when a woman makes plans to have a date with a guy and you get there and you just almost know within the first few minutes, maybe it takes 15 or 20 minutes, but you just know there's no chemistry but you don't, so you don't want to waste the whole rest of the evening because it's still early. You could go home and like maybe catch a yoga class or, you know, relax and watch TV or hang out with a friend. You could do something else. You don't want to waste your time on something that you know that isn't going to go anywhere. And this is my aha is that you never, ever have to stay. 
You never have to stay to the end of a date. If you want to just have a quick drink and you know it's not going anywhere, just say, you know what, it was really great to meet you. Thank you so much for the drink or whatever, but I have to get going now or whatever. You don't have to stay. And this was just a really big realization for me. I just, I think that before this happened to me, that I thought I had to stay to finish out a date and and you just don't. And the other thing is you don't have to say yes. If a guy asks you at the end of the date, if he can see you again, or if you'd like to have another date, you don't have to say yes. And then later just be flaky or, uh, or, you know, later cancel with a bad excuse or whatever it is. You don't have to do any of that. Because again, I just really believe in what you put out into the universe, what you get back. So you really just want to be putting out good vibes, even if it's for a guy or to a guy that you know, you're not going to have any future with. Um, that you just put out good vibes. So you just get good vibes back from the universe so that the universe knows that you're ready for the type of relationship that, um, that you want. So, okay. So back to the lemon law. So you don't have to say you can return it or whatever. You can say no. Um, and in an episode of how I met your mother, where this lemon law idea comes up is Barney jokingly talks about applying the lemon law to dating. And I'll admit he exaggerates. Um, he, I think he gives like a date, like a five second glance and then like applies the lemon law, which I don't really agree with that. I will say though, that I think that how you met your mother is a very brilliant show in the way that it talks about dating. And I actually wrote a blog post about this, about ways that actually following Ted Mosby's dating advice actually does you a disservice while actually following Barney, who is the womanizer dating advice, actually, when you don't take it in the exaggerated form that he presents it, presents it in, it's actually pretty good advice. So I'll link to that blog post in the show notes. So you can go check that out. It's one of my favorite blog posts about one of my favorite TV shows. Um, so again, I don't advocate leaving after like 20 seconds and just doing a glance and walking out. I mean that, yeah, that's a little mean. You certainly, I'm not telling you, you should be mean to the other person or rude or anything like that, but you certainly don't have to stay for the, for the whole night or for a full hour or two hours or however long a date is quote unquote supposed to be. And again, like, I don't care how nice of a guy he is or how good on paper he is. If there's no chemistry, there's no chemistry. And you don't have to think about it. You don't have to learn more about him. That's just something that you feel and that your intuition is going to tell you. So telling yourself that you're going to give him another chance or give it more time to try to figure it out, like, that's really just wasting everyone's time. And one more thing, there's nothing wrong with you if you are not attracted to a guy who looks perfect on paper. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm just going to repeat that so that you can really, really, if there's nothing else that you walk away from this episode, that you can just really, really um, know that, that there's nothing wrong with you for not being attracted to a guy who is quote unquote perfect. And if you're thinking um, that you're going to feel guilty or bad about saying no to a guy or leaving before the end of how long you think a date should be, think about it from a guy's perspective. So Sure, like it might throw him off at first, like the guy that I rejected um, in the middle of our date, it definitely threw him off. He, he even texted me later. He was like, I was really not expecting that. Can I have a little bit more of an explanation? Of course, my explanation was that there was just no spark for me and there's nothing else I can explain it. But um, so while it may feel, it just may throw him off or um, it may feel like a bit of a slap in the face. 
It's mostly because he's just not expecting it. It's unexpected behavior because unfortunately most women aren't this forward and upfront about how they feel or how they don't feel. So it's going to shock him. But I have to say, once that initial shock is over, which is going to last about max like 15, 20 minutes, and maybe even not even that long, once that initial shock is over, I think he's actually going to find that there's a lot of relief. Um, Because now he doesn't have to go home and analyze because yes, guys analyze too, even if they don't talk about it to their friends. He's not going to have to analyze like, should I text her? When should I text her? Should I ask for a second date? How many days do I have to wait for to ask for a second date? Um, He doesn't have to do any of that, that analyzing or wondering. And so I think that you're giving him a peace of peace of mind, even if it's not what he wants to hear. And I also have to say this, you have to consider the possibility that if you're not into him, he may also not be that into you, but to him, you might also be perfect on paper. And so he wants to give you another shot or give you another date. And I think that there are so many times where I see women and my clients and meet with women who, you know, can relate to this, where they think that they just kept dating the other guy just because nothing was wrong. Like it, it was working, but like, it wasn't like amazing, but it just was working. And so they just kept dating each other, but really had one of the parties been honest on date one or two, the relationship would have never happened. And both parties would have probably been okay with that. So just consider the possibility that you might be doing both of you a favor by just not allowing kind of like that. Um, you know, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but just kind of like the, the passive dating is really the best way I can explain it. So you're just avoiding that from, from, from happening. So it's not all bad. You don't have to feel guilty if you, um, apply the lemon law to, to dating and, leave the date before you think it's over or say no to him for another, another date. All right, there you have it. This is the lemon law. And so, yes, I believe that it does apply to dating. And I do believe that you can use it in a respectful and thoughtful way. So now that you've listened in, I'd love for you to hop on over to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode four, where you can get all of the show notes and the links that I mentioned in this episode. And I'd also love to know, have you ever cut a date short because you knew there was no chemistry? So have you applied the lemon law already? Or have you ever kept agreeing to dates with a guy because there was nothing wrong with him. Maybe he was perfect on paper, but you, and that's why you kept agreeing, even though you knew there was no chemistry and that you really weren't into, into him at all. So I'd be really curious to know. So please let me know again over at veronicagrant.com forward slash episode four. So that's the number four. Just a quick note here, when I originally recorded this episode, I thought it would be episode four, but as you know, it is not episode four. It is in fact going to be episode seven. So to grab the show notes and all the links that I talk about in this episode, as well as where to leave your comments on your struggles with um, staying in a relationship or continuing to date a guy that you weren't really interested in, please head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode seven. So that's the number seven, veronicagrant.com forward slash episode seven. I can't wait to see you there. And until then, happy dating. 
Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.